Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst. It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, They are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at Sears Import. Again, searsimports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Mr. Perfectly Mr. Perfectly Fine. It's a perfectly fine day. Good morning. Welcome to the final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Thursday, May 20th, 2021. I'm Jace, Lex, Don, Kenny, Dr. Phil is here. Craphead. Oh. Sorry, Dr. Oh. Phil. Oh. Yeah. Was he talking about? God, you're ugly. <gasps> Sorry, oh. Phil. Oh, my goodness. Rude. 
Yeah, very rude, Phil. We invite you to our show. And uh, Tan Mom's here. Good morning, Tan Mom. This is just fun back at you uh-huh. that you made me like a horrible person. I won, and I didn't do it. I won. Okay. Well, we'll... I don't know what that means. We'll check in with her in a little bit. She's but tanning right now. She's tanning right here. <laughs> Is that what you're doing, Tan Mom? I'm declining that answer. Okay. It was just, yeah. Just wondering. What do you think of our show so far? I think it's ridiculous. Perfect. Ridiculous. Well, so yeah, that's, our, that's our goal. That's our goal. <laughs> Programming note a week from today, uh, two things are going to happen. Two th- uh, Lex won't be here. And then, uh, and then she'll be doing manual labor. And yeah, yeah, I will be. We changed the date a few times, and so I'm sad I'll miss the first return of Second Chance Romance. Mm-hmm. That's right, because it's back. Yeah, um, a week from today, right now, uh, it will be uh, permanently placed. Well, until B. Arthur changes it. It will be permanently placed. No, I'm kidding. It will be here at the top of the 8 o'clock hour on Thursdays, which means the segment we're getting ready to do will be moving to a new time, and we'll figure that out and let you know next Thursday. Yeah, and when that's do you want to seg- do that? Should we- <laughs> show meeting on the air? No, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, right. we'll figure it out. Um, but uh, every week here on Thursdays, we've been exploring my mind because I may not be able to tell you um, all of the British prime ministers uh, throughout history, but I can absolutely, without a doubt, tell you how many uh, seasons the Facts of Life ran on NBC. <laughs> so we're going to take, uh, I believe, 10. I believe 10. Nice. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to go down the rabbit hole into a piece of pop culture history. Here they go, they go, down the rabbit hole. Today, we are going to the 70s, uh, to the beginning of what we now know are summer blockbusters. This is kind of a twofer. We're going to specifically talk about the score to Jaws and, and specifically how Steven Spielberg heard it for the first time. Director Steven Spielberg, uh, John Williams thought behind the legendary score, by the way, he won an Oscar for it. And the reason I wanted to do this, because I think it's so fascinating, as a viewer, you may not even realize how very specifically John and Steven Spielberg used and did not use this score to craft a horrifying, terrifying motion picture. Um, But let me just do a a little side piece of pop culture history. If you do not know, Jaws is what's considered the very first summer blockbuster. The very first movie that had lines around the block, caused newspaper headlines around the world, and literally convinced people to not go in the water. Uh, It ran the book that it's based on up the bestseller list uh, for weeks and 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 became a cultural phenomenon, spoofed on SNL. Uh, Even the president referenced it in a press conference uh, at the time. Uh, But the theme is probably what makes it even... um, even relevant today i mean if you go and you ask a teenager hey what's the theme to jaws even the teenagers will uh, will be able to tell you 
But it didn't start out quite that way. And you may think, oh, it was obvious uh, right off the bat that this was going to be the theme. Eh, no. Uh, as you're getting ready to hear from Steven, Steven Spielberg thought it was a joke when John Williams first let him hear those terrifying three notes. Listen to this. Came second. When he finally played the music for me on the piano, he previewed the main Jaws theme. I expected to hear something kind of weird and melodic, you know, and kind of tonal but eerie and of another world, almost a bit like outer space, inside, you know, inner space, under, under the water. And, and what he played me instead with two fingers on the lower keys was... Dun, 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 dun. And at first I began to laugh. I thought he was... He had a great sense of humor. He was putting me on. <laughs> and, and he said, no, that's the theme that draws. And I said, play it again. He played it again. And he played it again. And it suddenly seemed right. And John found a signature for the entire movie. Literally for the entire movie. And Stephen, a little bit later, credits John with really 50% of the success of that, uh, of the movie. And really, because his whole, Stephen's whole theory was, don't show the shark. Because if you show it, then the the dread is taken out. Mm -hmm. So really, John Williams and his score were the substitute for the shark. Yeah, uh, your imagination just yeah. got wild. Well, and John Williams is no dummy. Neither is Spielberg. They used that to manipulate us, the audience, in a very specific way. How did he use the music to terrify us? Take a listen. One could alter the speed of this ostinato it could be note 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 any kind of alteration of speed to, to very slow very fast very soft very loud part of the genius of john williams is how he spots music and how he places music in a movie so this is going into what I thought was so I was like, wow, that you don't realize it subconsciously as a viewer. But John made the decision and he con he didn't fight Stephen. Stephen agreed. But Stephen had music in places that John was like, no, he John wanted to eliminate music in very specific areas to give us the viewer watching Jaws cues. Listen to this. John did not want music to celebrate a red herring. He only wanted music to signal the actual arrival of the shark. There were opportunities in the movie to advertise the shark with the music, and also opportunities when we don't have the music and the audience has a sense of an absence. <laughs> they sense the absence of the shark because they don't hear the thump thump, because we've conditioned them to do that. But then you may go one step further, and we know now the shark really is there, but we haven't advertised it with music, so his attack comes out of silence. And now, because you've been conditioned to have the music every time when you don't, and the shark arrives, it's even more terrifying. It's one of the beauties of the film medium that it's the combination of the visual and the situation, this, this being the shark or the knifing scene in Hitchcock's Psycho, combined with the notes. That combination of sound and, and uh, image forming a memory. I think the score was clearly responsible for half the success of that movie. 
absolutely. And you and and it's true because he right off the bat from that very first scene, think of it the the the, the surfer she they go in at night yeah. and the arrival of the shark. So right away as an audience member, you are you're trained that the shark is going to appear when you hear the dum 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 and then he uses it then he tricks us then he kind of flips on on its side so when he wants a good scare he eliminates the music but still has the shark emerge from the water mm-hmm. toward the end it's it's uh I, I just think it's brilliant i just it's it's one of the best i think marriages of movie director and score uh, that you can think of in in in, in motion picture history. It's, it it's, stands the test of time. It's still oh. terrifying when you just even think about it oh. without even seeing it. I'm I, the the sound the the notes those three notes itself. Oh, I mean, who hasn't been in a body of water and heard those notes in your head? You even know? in a pool sometimes, uh, a, and I have it, to get out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm speaking. Yeah, I'm speaking to you. You and me, you and me, McLean. I feel uh, <laughs> you and I have the same thing, but oh, it's just so it's so good. And this movie, ugh, it's just a classic. 1975. It, it's just almost Dawn. Isn't this the screenplay? One of the screenplays that's near perfect, right? Yeah, when I have my master's in screenwriting, and uh, they taught us that this is the perfect script. Because there are certain things that if you are at um, if you are a script reader and you've submitted a script to a company it's just like intern type people reading it day after day and there are certain things that they look for like they will turn to a certain page to see if you are at a certain point in the script and they will read that page first and if you are not there giving them some concrete action the point of no return then they just toss it and this wow. is seen as the perfect script because they wow. knew all of those little rules. And it's a wink, wink, nod, nod to screenwriters because it is the perfect script. They do it exactly the way it's supposed to be done. And even though it terrifies me, I have to acknowledge that it's the perfect script. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Ooh. it's and also, I mean, I'll, and I'll maybe I'll do it in another rabbit hole. The production of this movie was a dick. Disaster! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Disaster! No, this was going to even yeah be a movie. Oh, it was multiple it, times. Well, and, the, and and again, I'll do a whole thing on it. But the, all you need to know is, and Spielberg says he regrets it. He'll always regret it. They made the big mistake of St- Spielberg wanted that sense of uh, openness and the dread of the open sea. So he shot this movie really not in a tank. He shot it in the, in the ocean the right. with salt water. Right. With salt water. The shark. Mechanical shark. Yeah. yeah. So and he and you got to think of it too. Spielberg had one movie under his belt, I believe, at this point. He wasn't. So the the studio was coming down on him. There was budget overruns. It was a nightmare. So the fact, just like the Wizard of Oz, I mean, the production of the Wizard of Oz was a nightmare. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mayor. But from from the crap came a beautiful this, yeah, came a beautiful like flower. This, preparing like the show, show is a nightmare. That's, that's right. Look what you get. Look what you get. <laughs> from manure. From manure comes a beautiful tulip. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is off. So when we return, the big pop culture stories of the day from Eliz- uh, from Elizabeth. She's just off, Jason. I just said that. Don McClain next. Warning. Here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Don, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason, it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com this is a my talk dirt alert welcome back as i said elizabeth reese is taking a day off so don mcclain is here with the big entertainment headlines of the day in the dirt alert hello don hello uh bill gates you know and the divorce with melinda his wife they're split we're at the point where there isn't a lot of new information so we are hyper focusing on little details like the fact that bill gates is still wearing his wedding ring um, he was at a conference for the U.S. Chamber of Commerce on Wednesday when he got on camera at one point to make some remarks. And uh, that's the first time we've seen Bill since yeah. they announced their split. And um, because of that, prying eyes were trying to pick up on what he was wearing or not wearing. Sure enough, they spotted the prize. He, he still had his wedding band on and um, he's technically still married. Maybe yeah. he hasn't thought to take it off yet. Just Who knows? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there could be any any number any number of reasons. Sentimental, maybe he's yeah. handling it worse. Uh, I don't know, but I trying to the, get back. 
Possibly. Oh, yeah. maybe. You never know. Maybe he's mm-hmm. had a change waiting, of heart. Or, waiting for his appointment at the pawn shop. Who knows? <laughs> oh, right, yeah. She is the one that divorced him. <laughs> That's but right. All these things that are coming out. Wow. Oh, I know. Right. And may I just say, and I don't usually... Um, I, I can't think in my little mind of a person more asexual than Bill Gates. (laughs) (laughs) I am just being real. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make light of a divorce, but I personally cannot think of a person more asexual Mm. to me than Bill Gates. Robotic, isn't he? Uh, Robotic. (laughs) I it's. I can't no. I'd be yeah. surprised if he even has the part, the parts. You know, he's going to be like a Ken doll down there. Oh There's nothing gosh. going on down there. <laughs> nothing. It's like it would be. It oh, literally would yeah, be like I having. Want to imagine. No, it's like Kermit the Frog. No, right. Porky Pig. <laughs> Porky Pig. <laughs> yes. Um, so, this is probably one of the biggest stories of the day. Is that uh, Pose? Uh, Guru, he's the creator, he's a star, Billy Porter. Billy Porter. He broke his silence of being HIV positive for 14 years. Oh. And this is the first time he um, has come out and talked about it. He hid it from his mother, collaborators, castmates, and he has been, he feels like he's compelled and that he has a responsibility that's causing him to speak the truth and it's been very healing for him. Good for him. I mean, we are at a place where look, visibility is still very important Mm -hmm. to combat the complacency uh, that sometimes happens with younger folks. They think it's no longer an issue. And yes, there are many more treatments and people are living long, full, extraordinary lives, but this is still important. I will say though, I do I do take heart in the fact that this is not as big of a headline anymore. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's like just Magic Johnson, remember yes. that. Right. And I mean that as a compliment to Billy Porter. I celebrate him mm-hmm. coming forward and revealing his truth in an in an effort to help others. But I also love that this isn't a scant that's what I'm meaning to say. It's not a scandal anymore, um, which is good for society as a whole. Right. I found my words. I found my words everywhere. Yes. So he really got the courage to do this because his character um, that he's been using on Pray Tell is an HIV positive character on this FX series. And he said, I was able to say everything that I wanted to say through that surrogate of a character and acknowledge that nobody involved with the show had any idea that he was drawing from his own life which really makes me interested. Um, it's a Peabody award-winning series, and I didn't really know anything about it. Uh, he is just so talented. You know, he is a Broadway-trained yeah, actor. He yeah. He's an Oscar shy of an EGOT. So um, let's see him get that Oscar for something. Let's support him. I, I, I like love that. him. He's 51 years old. It's like a, a, a slice of bread short of a loaf. I like that. Uh, uh, Oscar shy of an egot. <laughs> yeah, just, That's good. Right. It's just like, it's fine. I'll get that eventually. I'll love it. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, round this up with Johnny Depp. 
Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Um, I hope I'm not stealing somebody's jump the shark. Am I, Alexis? Did you no, have no. The, okay. It's um, on there, but I just no, heard you uh, getting uh, having a deep sigh because he's asked the court order for the ACLU to show proof that Amber Heard donated her divorce settlement. He still claims that Amber Heard hasn't donated the seven million divorce settlement, which her lawyers oh. say she pledged over ten years, and um, he's trying to sue the American Civil Liberties Union to force the the organization to reveal whether Amber Heard made the donation she pledged. Let dude. Dude. You just need to get emotionally get in a yeah. place where you can move on from this because all of this petty stuff just is you are not going to have a career ever again. Ain't attractive. Nope. nope. Ain't no. attractive. Not hot. His lawyers are like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> More money. But let's keep going. Right. We'll be back right after this. Now, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. I think a good movie would be about a guy who's a brain scientist, but he gets hit on the head and it damages the part of the brain that makes you want to study the brain. (laughs) 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 Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We have a fun list uh, from Dawn coming up. But a couple things. One... Uh, Lex, you'll love this. Uh, you know, Tony DeCopel, we love him, on CBS this morning is off uh, on paternity leave celebrating his newest uh, child. Yeah. So LeVar Le- Burton is sitting in on CBS this morning. I'm watching him right oh. now. He is doing, my goodness, does he look good on a network set. Yes, yes, um, yes. I'm not kidding. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't need a daily gig other than Jeopardy, but he looks so comfortable, and I've been f- clicking on during the commercial breaks to watch him. He is fabulous, not oh, fabulous. Great. He is doing a fabulous job. So they um, paid attention to social media who, you know, hopped on the train of trying to get him on Jeopardy, and they're like, wait a minute here. Yeah. Maybe He's we good. want him. He's so good. He's just, he is smooth as silk. I mean, and just. And so many levels of nostalgia, too. Thank because depending you. on what decade yeah. or your age, yeah. you remember him from three distinctly different projects. So to have that, and he's good. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. LeVar Burton over there. Mm-hmm. One more uh, one more note. Uh, we lost um, a comedy legend yesterday that I just wanted oh, to yeah. uh, quickly acknowledge. Uh, Paul Mooney uh, passed away and uh, known for his collaborations with Pryor. Uh, Kenny, I know you, uh, Red Fox. Jokes. Yeah, the great Red Fox. Um, yeah, right. and, yeah, and Dave Chappelle. And uh, just uh, a trailblazer. That that word again, just like icon and legend, is overused. But uh, Mooney was very much a trailblazer. So uh, we we lost and we lost a big one yesterday. So uh, seventy nine uh, years old, I do believe. Eight uh, thirty four. Even though Dawn's working very hard this eight o'clock hour, because <laughs> even though she just, even though she just did Elizabeth Reese's job, she has a list that Lex. I, I know you're with me. I couldn't oh. wait to yes. find this list. Here we go. This list. This list. It's unbelievable. Okay, this is a list that are the most annoying things that guests do. 
Uh, on Reddit, uh, somebody started a thread, hotel workers, what are the most annoying <gasps> things that oh, guests no. do? And I'm like, good, because sometimes I do things and I go, I wonder if that's so annoying. So this is the list of the top I'm here for all this. things. Okay? Uh, we'll see how many we can get through. Nasty things. Yeah. So uh, a hotel chef here, when people phone down for food into their rooms one minute before close because they were waiting until the last minute to get food. Oh. It's like walking into a restaurant that's going to close Thanks, in yeah. one minute and yeah. the grill has already been cleaned, by the way, mm-hmm. and they get so mad. Yeah. And look, I mean, there's another way to think about that where it's hospitality and the first part of hospitality oh. is to be hospitable, hospitable. However, hashtag don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that waits literally two minutes before the kitchen closes. Um don't try not to do it, I should say. Try not to do it. Well, the first couple words in hospitality is H O, but you are not a hoe. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's just my own thing. Well, I, hoes get hungry too. That's right, that's right. But don't be a hoe. You can give hospitality, but don't be a hoe. Okay, when I hold my hand out to ask for your ID and credit card at the front desk. Place them in my hand. Don't throw them on the desk underneath my open palm. Oh. So people oh. are going, can oh. I see your, your ID and credit card? You know, and they've got their hand out, and people just toss it on the counter. Oh. Really? Yeah, that's irritating. Oh. It's like oh. I have my hand out. Now I have to slide the cards, which, you know, you can't pick up a card. It's hard to pick up a card off of yeah. just a counter. And then it's just kind of demeaning in general. Yeah. Oh, I I guess it is kind. Of, I'm trying to think of the action. Yeah, it's very dismissive. It's yeah. very you are you are below me. Right, you're the help. That's Ramona right there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh God, Ramona. Yeah. Oh. But I'm not thinking that, and I'm not acting that way. Yeah, maybe oh, they're not talking oh, about ashamed. you, Kenny. Well, just Kenny. put it in their hand if they have their be. hand out. Change your yeah. behavior, okay. Kenny. Yeah. Okay. I'll change. I'll it's a whole attitude. <laughs> you don't have that though. Yeah, it is. I would assume, and I, I don't want to speak for uh, that section of the service industry, but I'm, I, I'm. Kenny does have a point. I think it's all also how you do it. Maybe if it's you know if it's not like a toss, you know what I mean. If it's just a hey, I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, moving on here. Most people are okay. This hotel engineer says, but some guests try to break things to earn points, amenities, or an upgrade. They break things in the hotel room. And then report what? it like it's not, ew. Wait, wait, wait. about it? Yeah, oh. they go complain and they're like, I, the air conditioner does not work. And oh. I need you to move me I'm to a room you. and I'm upset and I need a bigger room. Okay. Or just icky. People are disgusting. Or like, and I need a, another stay for free, whatever. Just- we have, can I tell you, I, I, I should do, this should, I could do a whole separate from two fairy godfathers yeah. i could do don knows what i'm going to say i could do a whole separate podcast of the things the disgusting things that i have seen people try to get away with for free stuff at disney and the hotels oh do an episode or two the, the way people talk mm-hmm. at check-in and we're listening because we're oh. nosy Oh, yeah, I'm like, Granny content. So I'm listening to everything. <laughs> the way people talk to the check-in clerk, to the uh, attendants uh. at the front desk. I, I had this guy, um, uh, you know, it's uh, the, the hotel that I usually stay at is the the, sw- the Swan and the Dolphin. We mm-hmm. love that hotel. And it's part, and this is leading. Don't think I'm going too far down the rabbit hole. There's a reason I'm telling you all this background. It is uh, a Marriott hotel. 
And Marriott has, like a lot of hotel companies, a loyalty program, Mm -hmm. and they call theirs Bonvoy. And there are different levels of of, uh, rewards. I had a guy in front of me. This was recently. Colin just brought this up. This guy was going to quote our former president, nuclear. He was going nuclear <laughs> because he's like, I am a silver medallion. And this is true. I'm not making this is I'm being very specific. I am a silver medallion and I didn't get an upgrade. I mean, the room I'm in. I mean, anybody that guy right there. And he points to this guy like to his left. Oh. That, that guy right there could get the room that you gave me. I am a silver medallion. Oh my God. OK, like that now, guy is somebody lower than him. <laughs> no, Kenny, like, let me but let me tell you what's so funny about this. I am behind. I am kind of behind him. It's social distancing, so I am behind him. But I'm about six feet away. What's funny is I got ready to check in, and I'm not. This isn't a braggadocious kind of Lex. Don't look at me as you go back to steerage kind of way. <laughs> but I, my because uh, because of how much I travel there, I am. Um, I am what's called ambassador elite. So I am like the highest level of I'm high, the highest level that you can get in. And I'm, I'm looking at this guy and the room that we got wasn't anything fancy. And I'm looking at this <laughs> guy like, dude, next? and silver, silver is like Lex drinking uh, her, her in steerage. <laughs> like, yeah. Sil- silver is like nothing it's it's the lowest one of the lowest tiers and i'm like dude what do you what do you want tiffany to give you i mean it's 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 crazy what do you and i was so the way he talked to her i was so disgusted but that happens daily i see it all the time yeah Yeah. Oh. Do you have one more? We can do the rest tomorrow. Sure. Yeah, I have yeah. a lot more. So we'll just do this one. I um, love part two. Yeah. I worked at two different hotels and the amount of guests who don't flush the toilet has always astonished what? and baffled me. What? what? No, 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 no. They no, think no, that no. they're taking a break from flushing. They're having a vacation from flushing <laughs> no. the toilet. No, no you're not. As well. <laughs> no. And so they no. just leave it for the no. maid that comes in every day. No. <laughs> All right, well, that's a great place to end it for right now. The next one I love so much, and I never even thought of doing this, so I can't wait to share it with you tomorrow. Oh, part two, yeah, Good Friday. But can we just say, people are gross. (laughs) That right there, we don't need any more proof. People are disgusting. Yeah, If If you're so lazy, I mean, think of the motion that it takes. That's not a lot of effort. Yeah. Not a lot I go of, out of my way to I go out of my way to clean the place up after Me when too. I'm on the way out. That's the first thing you check. Make sure, yeah, it's not. Well, let me be clear. Colin. Ew. Colin basically makes the beds and he he cleans it for yeah. the maintenance crew. Yeah, I do too. It's spotless. It's spotless by the time and I always laugh. I'm like, Kyle, it's it, okay, we're good. We're good, girl. We're good. <laughs> and I tip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More of that tomorrow, plus one more programming note. Tomorrow at this time, Kenny will be in the best mood of the week because tomorrow, forced movie review. Kenny plus Kate and Leo. <laughs> I just I can't wait. I want tomorrow to be here right now. Yep. But when we come back, Alexis has today's uh, Jump the Shark. And now on Jason and Alexis in the Morning... A message from our sponsor. From, like, the 70s or 80s. What's this stuff? Some cereal. It's supposed to be good for you. 
I'm not going to try it. Let's get Mikey. Yeah. He won't eat it. He hates everything. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Regular, cinnamon, and raisin life. Nutritious, delicious. Now, Life Cereal and Fisher-Price This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. I love Life Cereal. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talk about a 7-1, everything entertainment, everything never let go, Jack. Never let go. Um, <laughs> no, I love how you're taunting him. Yes. We know where that's from, right, Kenny? That's from the 1980, 1998 winner for Best Picture, Titanic. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow. Shameless plug for tomorrow's show. But right now, let's concentrate on today's show. What is Jump the Shark? Alexis has it today. Fire up the boat. I'm jumping the shark. shark, shark. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was Dump a Mundo. Oh, yeah, guys. This is pretty bad. The Berlin Zoo... Mm, didn't really keep great records and they let two polar bears breed that are sister and brother <laughs> it's uh, like the arkansas zoo uh, i'm sorry um, arkansas they <laughs> I, they yeah. um uh, okay That's appropriate yeah so is this bad so, are they going to have three eyes well, that's what I was worried about, but luckily, the baby is okay, and they're just not going to let her breed at all. Okay, I was going to say, are they going to now stop the family chains? <laughs> yeah, the, the family, uh, yeah. We're going to cut that tree branch. Chain. Well, so what does this say about the polar bear? I mean, what kind of twisted lives are they leading? <laughs> this is okay with Kenny. them. I love that Kenny's <laughs> blaming the polar bear. Well, yeah. Here's Gross. the thing, Kenny. They're in an encapture. They should be out in the wild, and they don't know anymore. They're like, this is my only choice. Okay, I guess we're doing this. I mean... Yeah. Sorry yeah. to make an excuse for brother sister love again on the show. Yeah, this is the but... fourth time, McLean. <laughs> a reoccurring theme with you. <laughs> Would you rather <laughs> have sex with the polar bear or your actual brother? Oh. <laughs> it's time for Down South with Don McLean. <laughs> Clerical error, and they named the bear Hertha. <laughs> Hertha? Bertha? No, Hertha. Okay. It's like Bertha's cousin, but that's just. Hertha? Who's naming these bears? That's well, the worst name. That's jump the. Forget the brother sister <laughs> love. There's a few jumps here. That is. Hor- that's a horrible name for a child bear, iguana, Hertha? Anything, yeah. Watch, it probably means something special, and I've just yeah. offended well, the I entire country. Well, I was just looking country, it up yeah. whether or not Maybe. Germany has like yeah. if that's there's an equivalent to Hertha. <laughs> Kenny does, or uh, Phil just brought up a good point. He goes, uh, "Doesn't this fall under the brand new segment?" Uh, Kenny's speaking of hillbillies. <laughs> 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 that's right, Kenny's yeah, new I'm segment. Either, speaking of hillbillies. <laughs> 
Does the does the boy bear have regrets? Uh, the, the girl bear? Is, is there any? Oh well. They was there can... any talk of putting it up for adoption? Or... No, to another zoo. <laughs> well, yeah. we can't ask them because immediately after they found the error, they moved the papa bear to another zoo. No. Oh, oh. so they moved yeah. the papa bear. See, traditionally yeah. the. Traditionally, the young lady would go off and live with an aunt or something for nine months in or shame. Or go to a convent. <laughs> right, right, a convent. Yeah. right, right. Um, and then mysteriously show up a year later. Yeah, uh, I, with the baby. I have taken the time, and Phil, if you'll work on this too, um, mm. I have just Googled quickly Hertha. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you find? And, well, the only thing I can say, uh, see is it's a sports team. Mm-hmm. Hertha uh, and Berlin, yeah, uh, it's a type of sport. Is it soccer? Maybe, the Hertha BSC. Yeah, I saw that too, and then I just clicked away because I'm like, I don't know if that means some kind of birth control. No, it's not birth control. Uh, Oh, it's a football. Yeah, it's it's a a German professional football club. Okay, then that maybe makes more sense then. So, yeah, Hertha. No, it's not so bad. Yeah. Founded in 1892. 1892. Wow. It's old. Mm-hmm. So B. Arthur played during their inaugural season. That's where she played. <laughs> She's the OG, the OC original captain. I wonder how far back in the in the tree, the family tree, they will go. Like how far away do you have to be? Like if it's a third cousin. With the polar oh, bears. For, to get that genetic oh, Because yeah. there aren't that many polar bears in captivity. No. So you're going to mix something up mm-hmm. every once in a while. Yeah. Right? Well, look the, at the royal yeah. family, for heaven's sake. Oh, I mean, come on. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, this is like in this, you know, within the same mama here. I mean, they're, this, they're talking, so close. I mean, are how we talking 694? Are we talking... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alaska. <laughs> that baby needs to be shipped to Alaska. we got to get that thing way out of here. Oh, put that it on an iceberg and float it away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Panda is also giving us some information. Oh, good. Panda writes, Hertha, is a, uh, as a girl's name, is Old English, meaning Earth. The oh. old English origin oh. means earth. I like that. And then in uh, in Poland, <laughs> it, in Dirty. Poland, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Poland? Uh-oh. A joke. This is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Poland now. Come on. We got 11 no. seconds. Yeah, no, yeah. it's fine. No, huh? it, 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 no it's fine. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> We're just going to end it right there. I think, okay. it's be- I think it's best if we just... Uh, are the credits rolling Here yet? Here we go. Oh, right there. There's the <laughs> oh, credits. Look at the oh, time. look at the credits. Oh. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Don't forget, Kenny reviews Titanic tomorrow at 830. Yes. But right now, kids, if you're being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you, unless you're a terrible person. Have a fantastic day today, and we'll talk tomorrow. because Which is Friday, is- Friday, 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 Friday. Friday! Friday!